0: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what is going on? I'm just I'm ready to kind of like uh, end the show early. I feel like I've been putting in a lot of extra uh, work over at the the book club. Uh, I was uh, you know chatting with people all last night. I've been chatting with people all this morning. I feel like man, I'm just like I'm spent. Like I've I've used all my best material, which you know if you ask Panther isn't isn't good material anyway but i digress i just i feel like you have us working double shifts now now, now that we're over in the book club giving all this uh, this this uh, this great uh, content panther how's it going it takes me
1: an hour just to go through everything that happens after i go to bed like discord the book club is so lit once the games start like it's just, i have to sit there and figure out what games you're talking about Who's shitting on me this
2: time? There was like, the lord last know, night. Fucking and then and then putting the
1: word Wolverine and <laughs> Panther in the same sentence. That's, that's not acceptable. Unless you're like comparing me to Hugh Jackman, but <laughs> That's what they were, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case. Oh. Um, but listen, I, I this is my last day. I'm taking tomorrow off and um it's my my daughter's birthday, but i would I would be on the podcast tomorrow, like if it was a better podcast or <laughs> you know we, we you know higher ranked or something like that i'd i'd i put in the, the effort or you know, something like that, but uh no we suck, so I'm taking the day off max that
2: was a, that was a good segue uh,
0: you know i this this is this is what you have to appreciate about doing a podcast with me panther is i push you to be a better version of yourself i called you out weeks ago about your terrible segways and you you know you know what you did you didn't shrink down you didn't say fuck that you stepped up to the plate and you said i'm gonna do better segways brah oh panther great segue try my very best <laughs> try my very best
2: fuck the royals (laughs) more like fuck the blue jays right or after last night well them too (laughs) god damn it so the royals traveled with with missing like almost 40 percent of their players because some of them weren't vaccinated and they were going to canada whip merrifield who was at time at one time one of the best royals in a really bad team said a really long statement uh basically it boils down to the key sentence was uh, t- 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 he was not getting the vaccine that might change down the road if something happens and I get to a team that has a chance to go play in Canada in the postseason maybe that changes but as we sit here right now I'm comfortable with my decision my teammates support me and the rest of the guys in here who have made the same decision and that's that
0: well fuck you too ouch ouch <laughs> I, my, my instant reaction when, when the Blue Jays lost yesterday was you know what uh, Kansas City just found a list of 10 players that they can fucking trade because apparently they can win without them I mean <laughs> at this at this point it's like uh, you know uh Merrifield, what the fuck have you done anyway on the field? For, I, you know, we were, we were joking in the pre-show. It's like, Panthers, like, well, that just killed his trade value. No, no, his play on the field killed his fucking trade value. At this point, you know, maybe he ends up on a team that's going to make a postseason uh, push. You know, uh, maybe he ends up with the Mariners or the Orioles or, or you know, the Pirates or something like that. Then he'll be happy. Maybe. I, I think my thing was
1: what he said might be, True. You can think it. You can say it among your peers. You can't say it out loud. Like there's just things you can't say and let it get out there because now you look like a schmuck. But I, like Kyrie, I gave Kyrie like kudos to you. You stood on your principles. You said, no, I'm not taking this fucking vaccine. But if you just sit there and say, like, well, if our team didn't suck or we were going to make the playoffs, well, then I'd take it. Well, now you're, now you're just a piss ant. Like, I, I can't respect that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know that that necessarily where the rest of the other nine Royals, maybe they're standing on their principles and they're like, fuck it, we're not taking the vaccine. But for Whit Merrifield... It's kind of kind of a pussy thing to, for you to say.
2: Absolutely. I used some gamer words when I read that to describe him. Man, I was so mad. You want to be a leader in the clubhouse? You don't say shit like this. Not publicly, at least maybe, maybe behind closed doors with some of your friends. You say that, but goddamn, not come right out and say it. And this Royals team, I have no idea what their identity is, what they're even trying to build. In my mind, that's it. Nuke the whole thing. Start all over. Trade, cut, do what you have to do, and just just get rid of these guys. Get rid of this cancer.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And and listen, you know, we we've kind of gone down the path of, on this podcast before about talking about players in any sport that, you know, chose not to get vaccinated and and whatever. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is probably the poster boy for this, but at this point in time, you know, like I almost feel like you know Merrifield. Merrifield here is is worse than Rogers. You know, I mean, yeah. Rogers. Rogers gets the knock because he was a pussy and couldn't fucking just say it out loud that he didn't get vaccinated. Right. I mean, at, at least at least you know Merrifield here is, is doing that. But you know, for him to say that, oh, that I mean, that's that's a that's a smack in the face to an organization that's had your back. That's a smack in the face to the other uh, the other how many other people in the locker room that did get vaccinated. So they could fucking play games in Toronto and try to be competitive out there. I mean, you go into the season that, uh, you know, and, and I'm one of them. I had faith that the Royals were making the right moves. The You know, they, they look like they're going in the right direction. Uh, I, I agree with you though. It just fucking just blow it all apart and, and just say, you know what? Um, uh, you know, go go get vaccinated so you can fucking play in Canada. I I, I said in the in, in the uh, the book club yesterday too. This is like you look at someone like Tom Brady. If if there's one person on Earth that is just incredibly insane about what um, he eats and what kind of supplements he takes, and and he takes that TB12 thing super fucking seriously, you gotta imagine that there was hesitation from him about taking a vaccine. You you know you you could probably mm-hmm. see that for him. It, with how yeah, – and again, I'm, I'm speculating here. But again, like just knowing him and knowing the people around him, you know there was probably apprehension of him taking the vaccine. And, and he said, well, if I take it, then my team has a better chance to win the Super Bowl. You, you know what I'm saying? So he made that decision to say, it's like, well, I want to win. Uh, and, and you know, if you want to play in Canada, then that's the fucking reality of it. So he made his decision. Great. He lives with it. Live with the fucking decision. But don't but don't say that. Oh, well, uh, my morals are, are out the window if I'm playing for the fucking Yankees. Right.
2: Yeah. These are my principles. And if you don't like them, well, I have others.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you my- know, we, Rogers
1: Rogers did get beat up on. But I think the difference, <laughs> the big difference between Merrifield and Rogers is Rogers won an MVP and. Like we said, Merrifield's production on the field has not been very good. So you don't really get to stand up on a pedestal like you're the leader of the team and, and, and say something stupid like this. Um, and then, you know, last point I'll make about this whole thing. I'm going to just respectfully disagree with you guys when it comes to the Royals. This is a young team. you got Nicky Lopez. You've got Bobby Witt Jr. They just called up uh, Pascutino. This is a young team. Melendez is going to take over at catcher. I'm going to give these guys a little bit more rope to hang themselves because I, you got to give them a chance. This is a very, very young team. I'm not ready to hang them out to dry just yet.
2: It's a young team with incredibly old players there too. Like Witt's 30. The guys are
1: going to go. Be an, be an, well, Witt's going to go. going attendee's gonna, already going to be gone. i got to believe they can find anybody to take drinking, and give, them, uh, give them You know, some minor leaguers. Bag of beans they will. Them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beanstalk. Yeah,
2: who knows? <laughs> yeah, and, and I would have tra- honestly, if we're going to play Royals GM for a minute, I would have traded Salvador Perez a long time ago just to get some value two, out two, of him.
0: two years ago. Two years yeah. ago, you could have gotten so much for him. And yeah. I get that he's either going to have a statue of Salvi. Yeah, and, he's, and the, he's the I, I get it. He's he really is. You know, they're going to retire his number. I don't do they have a Hall of Fame there? Well, whatever it is, like he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. But he still would have gotten that two years ago, and you would have gotten a ton for Salvi Perez two years ago. I mean, it seemed like the Yankees and the Mets are, you know, all those catcher fucking starving te- teams would have paid – plenty for him in fact you know the mets have 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 one of the best i think it's the best the highest ranked uh catcher prospect in 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 you know the minors right now and i bet you you know two years ago the fucking uh royals probably could have fucking pried that from the goddamn stupid mets yeah before their (laughs) uh their leadership change and uh you know they they could be sitting pretty for another decade at, at catcher but yeah i think the same thing at this point at this point, I think it's too far gone to trade Salvi. Really, you're not going to get any nah. fucking value for him. And at this point, he's like, towards the end of his career, where it's like, you know what? Just have him stay. Just have him retire as a Royal. Um, yeah, they're they're not trading Salvi. He's their DH. Melendez
1: will be the catcher. They traded Santana, mm-hmm. Pasquatino at first. Salvi it, it will be their DH, and the, the pitching has really been their downfall. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean the hitting, they're not hitting well, but their pitching's been.
2: Yeah, I'm treating I'm treating Whit Merrifield like uh, like Marcus Allen in, in the Raiders. I'm putting his ass on the bench oh, forever. Yeah. and and you're not coming off. I mean, that's no. just me. I I would just not play him anymore like that. You know, that's it. That's a bridge too far because w- would you have died for the ball a little extra harder if it was a team that was going to make the playoffs? Would yeah. you have really zeroed in on the strike zone a little bit harder if it was a team that was going to make the playoffs? Mm
0: hmm. Yeah, you know, this. I have something else to say about this, but uh, what do you have on screen right here? Who's this tweet from? Oh, uh, which one we're we looking at?
2: Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, Dayton Moore. Yeah, Dayton Moore, the former GM, like the
0: president of the Royals now, mm-hmm. said he was uh, disappointed, and truthfully, I was disgusted. Yeah, and he should be because he, here's the thing is, and this is the thing that pisses me the fuck off about uh athletes, and 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 you can talk about you know Kevin Durant, whoever the fuck it is, is like. You're getting paid millions and millions of fucking dollars to do your fucking job. And your job is to go out there and play bas- basketball or baseball, or whatever sport it is, to the highest fucking level. It doesn't matter if your team sucks or not. You're being paid to do the best you can out there. And for you to take that money and just be like, eh, fuck you, I'm going to play harder if I get traded to a team that that's in playoff contention. Well, you know what? Maybe your team would be in playoff contention if you actually fucking play hard. Yeah. Think about that. Think about all those guys on the team that's like, oh, we suck. Well, you know what? Maybe if you just played a little bit better, you wouldn't suck as much. Yeah. And you, you as you know, as 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 this this captain of the team or a uh, or, or at least one of the the elder statesmen of the team have the opportunity to influence and and get those younger players to play a little bit harder because you set the tone. And if your tone is, oh, why fucking bother? Oh, then then you're just creating this, this this fucking perpetual motion device of losing, because that's all that's going to happen is they're just going to follow you. It's like, oh, this guy's not trying. He's just trying to get fucking traded. We're just we're essentially a minor league team at this point. Fuck it. Well, all we're doing here is this. Yeah, we're just going out here, collecting a paycheck and hoping that we get fucking traded to the goddamn Yankees.
1: I think he nailed it on the head. That's a, might be my final thought on the Royals is they just don't have leadership. Back when they had the World Series run, you had guys like Alex Gordon and Eric Hosmer. Um, they brought in guys like James Shields and Johnny Cueto, but here they, they don't really have a leader in the hitting order, and I think that was the idea when they brought Zach Greinke back, but that's not the guy. We're trying to send him out with Harden and Kyrie on the road for some <laughs> entertainment purposes. So, uh, yeah, they, they lack leadership. I think that's probably the, the biggest thing, Max, is um, there's nobody in that locker room to, to hold him
0: accountable.
2: Yeah, he need a real red ass just to get on people if they're he feels like they're you know lollygagging. That's around. right.
0: And, and you also probably need a guy in your locker room that when things are a little stressful, they bring strippers in. James Harden, right? What? No, no, I'm not talking about James Harden. In fact, see, I'm, 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 Getting this story in with two minutes left, uh, Arch. I'm I'm really trying to get this one in. This is over at Pro Bible. I saw this yesterday. X Dolphin says Nick Saban ran away from a stripper who performed at rookie talent show. So apparently, you know, one of the customs of, of being a rookie in the NFL, or at least at the time, was that rookies have to do a talent show of some sort. And, and who who was the who was actually the the rookie? I, I forget who actually was uh, that did it. Um, but anyway, a rookie's like, I'm not going to do a talent show. I'm just going to bring strippers in, <laughs> and so so bring strippers in. A stripper goes up to uh, one Nick Saban. And Nick Saban's like, nope, 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 nope. He noped the fuck out of there. Uh, what say you guys? Was that the smart move for Nick Saban to just nope the fuck out of there? I actually think that that was a. Uh, I- I'm I'm I actually think that that was the right move because it's not like he got mad and kicked the strippers out. He's like, you guys can have fun i'm out of here i'm not getting caught with pictures i'm on the head coach here if you guys do this i'm turning a blind eye have fun but i'm out of here i i actually think Saban smart man there because like, listen he, he can get strippers anytime he wants in privacy of his home this guy's got how much money how much money is fucking alabama paying this guy like what's this guy's fucking paycheck right now uh, you know i'm just, I'm just saying like he, he, he can buy like a little harem if he wants i think brilliant move by Saban here not a pussy move whatsoever
1: Oh, absolutely the right move. I think sabin has been happily married for a very, very long time even a very long time, way back when he was at Miami. But I mean, wh- what do you want somebody to do? Act like Urban Meyer in a bar with a coat? And I, no, I thought th- this is absolutely the right move for Nick Saban. You can't bust his chops. It, it does remind me though, of a concert I went to many years ago, Def Leppard. Uh, Joe Elliott was on stage and this girl got on, jumped on stage, started twerking and he pulled a Nick Saban. He ran like, he's like, nope, nope, nope. Get me out of here. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you gay? Do I got to, I got to look up, find out if you're gay. What the hell is happening? He
2: doesn't, he doesn't want to get Larry Eustachied or, or Urban Meyer. Yeah.
0: Oh, God damn it. One of my favorite things, I don't know if you've ever seen these pictures. Anytime Keanu Reeves takes a picture with a female, he like hovers his arm around her. He will not touch a female. Like he's, he's like hovering around. I was like, yet again, a smart man. Right.
2: You'll get sued for child support if you touch him.
0: Let's take a breather. <laughs> Let's take a breather. Let's talk about DJ gear because yeah, there's some uh, some interesting stuff uh, happening over there in Gen gear land. And uh, I'm I'm very sad and disappointed that the new out of bounds T-shirt idea got rejected. I'm I'm heartbroken. And, and you, Shocker! You guys, you guys would know what I'm talking about if you're a part of the book club. Here's a hybrid uh, uh, commercial for you. First. $25 a month, go to our Patreon, sign up for a book club, gets the access to that private Discord. But more importantly, then you would know what I'm talking about by the rejected idea for DJ gear. But that aside, an Out of Bounds shirt is on the way. If you guys have not listened to uh, Out of Bounds the other day, please download that episode because there's a brand new one coming out tonight, I believe. I believe they're talking AFC futures uh t- tonight and uh, we'll probably hear king kyle uh ranting and raving about why kevin durant will end up being a philadelphia 76er uh and you can do so wearing an out-of-bounds shirt soon until then buy our other gear such as speedway steve because you know what steve isn't actually steve i'm really confused by this but he's phil and filled us Out of Bounds. It's all interconnected, so you can listen to Out of Bounds tonight wearing your Speedway Steve 2 t-shirt if you go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the little d shop icon, and if you buy our gear, you do. Keep the lights on around here, and you can go full d Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, d Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie anywhere use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today all right
2: baseball yeah it's very complicated the steve phil dynamic
0: i did i i thought it was like a tyler durden kind of thing right like they're just the same person and and like you know uh phil is the uh the i guess i guess steve would be the tyler durden right Right, steve's the tyler durden
2: yeah phil phil's the Phil's the guy sitting in his apartment watching infomercials.
0: Yeah, yeah, t- totally, totally. Uh, I have a full slate. Let's just get into this. Uh, talk, uh Philadelphia, Miami, you start off with Sandy Alcantara taking his 1.73 ERA out there today. Uh, Going to try to avoid getting my curse, the curse of Tony Gonsolin that I threw out the other day. Uh, He's going to face off against a Phillies team that has lost four games in a row. Miami, listen, they've won three of the last five games. And guess what? All of them were. Bullshit. Extra, extra innings. Oh, okay. <laughs> Extra innings and bullshit. Uh, Philly going to put Kyle Gibson out there today. Coming off of a really great start, but prior to that, uh, not so good. He's it's had a pretty mediocre season. I think he's hittable. I'm going to eat a lot of chalk on this one. I, I'm banking on just another great start for Alcantara right before the break. Um, Gibson is capable of giving up some home runs. And you look at this Marlins team, and man, like, I'm surprised. They're, they're kind of like middle of the pack with home runs this year. I it's It's really surprising to see the Marlins with, you know, able to hit some home runs and I think they're going to get to uh, uh Gibson early today. So yeah, $10 bet on Miami.
1: Yeah, I'm on this game. And even though I do think the Marlins probably will win this, especially with Alcantara on the mound, there's just too much value on taking the Phillies. I think they do have the better offense. They're not going to lose them all. They'll come out of the schneid here. Riamolto's back in the lineup. Um, Schwarber's one of the league leaders in home runs. They out-homer the Marlins by about 35. So I, I think the Phillies can get about three or four runs, probably after Alcantara X's game. But uh, at plus 145, too much value for me to pass up. Give me 10 bucks on the fight and Phils.
2: Uh, you can get plus 148. There you go. Got the best one for you. I'm not betting this game. I'm leaning the Marlins in this one, but uh, just a little too chalky, Just, just barely too chalky for me to bet.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I got this at minus 165 right now. I'm seeing some books have this all the way up to, you know, minus 175. I think at minus 175, it's 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 definitely definitely out of there. But at minus 165, I think with Alcantara out there, I think it's right there for me. Uh, moving on, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, uh, Rays have won four games in a row. But it's a good thing that they have won those four games in a row because if they had not, guess what they would be right now? Tied with the Orioles <laughs> in the standings. Baltimore, of course, has won 10 games in a row. Uh, originally looked like sellers at the midseason, and they probably still end up being sellers at the midseason, but they could also decide to make a playoff push right now. Uh, I think, you know, the Orioles are a better team than we thought they were going to be, but let's temper some expectations. They beat the Twins, the Rangers, the Angels, and the Cubs. That's their 10 game winning streak right there. So, not some great competition. Uh, Tampa Bay is better than those teams, better competition. But I think uh, it's going to be a little tough out there with Tyler Wells on the mound for the O's. Um, And and I think that's the reason I'm going to take a flyer for the O's to get their 11th win in a row today. I do think that they get this first one in Tampa. So $10 bet on Baltimore.
1: The Orioles are an exact prime example of what I'm talking about with the Royals. This has been a very, very young team for the last couple of years. They got guys like Ryan Mountcastle. They brought up the catcher Oshman this year. They've got young pitching, and they're kind of starting to turn it around and show uh, you know flashes of what they can be. Uh, I I agree with you, Max. I think the Orioles can win this game. I just don't like it as much being in Tampa Bay. I'll lean Baltimore, but not a game I'm on. It.
2: Yeah, I'm going to jump on it here. The plus one ten, it, it, it makes it have some value to it. I don't necessarily have the Orioles winning, but it is close. God damn, is it close? But how many? How much is that ten games a bit of a mirage? I guess we'll find out. Thirteen bucks on Baltimore. All
0: right, moving on. Uh, I was on the White Sox yesterday, and and while I don't love uh, double dipping, I'm I'm just going to do that today. Uh, twins have been a very uneven team as of late and while I have tons of trust issues with the White Sox particularly their manager I think there's value on them again today with this plus line I was getting uh, Michael Kopech has, has better stats than Devin Smeltzer but um Kopech just hasn't had the run support so uh you know I think the White Sox can kind of continue their hot hitting from yesterday uh get him the runs that he needs to grab a win today so yeah $10 bet on Chicago
1: yeah, I love Johnny Cueto on the mound yesterday. And I, I do like Kopek today. You're, you're right. He's pitching actually really well, but to the tune of a two and six record. No fault of his own. But maybe they could just carry over some of those runs that they got yesterday uh, to give him some runs for today. Uh, I'll lean the White Sox here with you. All right. Lean the White Sox, you said. Right. Okay, I'm. A, that wasn't a bet. That wasn't a bet. That, that was, was a lean, lean right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, lean, 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 Chicago. Okay,
2: Sorry. yeah, I'm gonna jump on it again. It, it's razor thin value, but mm-hmm. I do think mm-hmm. there is value with the White Sox plus one twenty three. And ar- ironically enough, th- the the opening line was right plus one fifteen. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be betting the White Sox, mm-hmm. but thank you, Sharp Money, for giving me some value here <laughs> on the White Sox. So I'm gonna do it. Thirteen bucks.
0: All right, uh, moving on. Let's talk Cincinnati-St. Louis. Uh, Going to kick off a six-game series between these two teams. And of course, there will be a little all-star break in between, but still, get settled in. Lots of games between these two teams over the next week or so. St. Louis, if you look at the season series so far, they lead it 4-2. to But some of those wins were earlier in the season when the Reds were absolutely fucking dreadful. Right now, the Reds are... Just bad, right? They're, they're not dreadful. They're just bad. Uh, they've managed to win four or five games, including two of three from the Yankees. And one could argue should have been a three-game sweep of the Yankees out there. Uh, Hunter Green on the mound. Uh, not been one of the better uh, pitchers out there. Uh, three and ten record, but... Uh, Man, he, he you look you look at him recently. He's he's starting to pitch pretty well. In fact, he in that little win streak that they've had, uh, or not win streak, but the winning that they've had lately. He beat the Rays, so uh, I think Hunter Green can go out there today, uh, pitch much better than I think uh, Andre Pellante can, and I think that puts the value with this plus line on the Reds. So ten dollar bet on Cincinnati.
1: Oh, yeah, I completely agree. I think when you look at the Reds, it kind of has been their pitching that's given them problems because they're scoring runs. The offense has kind of put it together and has been given some run support. and The pitching just has to be just a little bit better than mediocre. Hunter Green is trending the right direction. This is the guy. Him and Nick Lodolo are the future aces for the Cincinnati Reds. He's going to get it together. He can touch triple digits anytime he wants. I think he can get these Cardinals way too much value uh with that plus line so i'm
2: with you i'm on the reds here for ten dollars oh no oh no
0: oh, a kod on the Reds.
2: kod on the reds i wow. look at the plus 145 100 percent. the value is on the reds that's uh yeah i want a piece of them so 13 bucks and everyone on the reds
0: oh my god insane i uh, n- did not see that one a mile away not <laughs> i could seen the reds with the Kod. uh next one up for me let's talk pittsburgh colorado you know i mentioned the marlins getting some extra inning wins this past week and well arch two of them were over who pittsburgh the pirates that's right uh yeah, pittsburgh played miami incredibly hard and much like the o's the pirates continue to be an unlikely team that finds ways to win games uh, despite Colorado winning their last four or five, including three in a row over the Padres, I just can't see them being this big of a favorite against any team right now. Uh, I get that you're at home, and and you you know uh, you're able to hit some home runs, but when when your best starters, the best starters you're trotting out there, have ERAs in the five and six range, I mean, it's it's tough for me to eat that kind of chalk. Uh, for the Pirates, I mean Quintana coming off of a rough start, but prior to that, he he had been in a groove. I like him in a bounce-back game here today, and I think I think he can help them keep it close. So another value bet, per se, but $10 bet on Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I really think Pittsburgh's the better team. I definitely like the direction they're going with their young talent. But Quintana on the road in Colorado, the thin air. Um, Chris Bryant's Brack kind of pissed me off. He came back yesterday and... My fantasy league didn't notify me. He was off paternity leave, but uh, Chris Bryant's back for, for the Rockies. I just, I think the value is Pittsburgh. I just can't get there. So I'll lean on the pirates.
2: Yeah. I'm going to lean the Rockies in this one at the minus 140. It's it even though it's dropping, it's still a little too chalky to bet. Yeah. So it'll probably go 10 innings and we know who will win. Won't be the pirates. <laughs>
0: no fair point fair point well you who knows good pirates have that weird season you know there would probably be like a you know a, a triple play with an extra fourth out or some shit like that uh last one up for me L.A.L.A. LA, dodgers and the ducks all-star game is going to be in la this year uh Clay clershaw pitching uh like an all-star this year He really is and now, just remember it's july it's july Uh, it's not october so plenty of time for kershaw to have his alter ego show up this year don't worry but for now let's bask in the glory of regular season clayton kershaw with his six and two record and 2.40 era i have made some money betting on the dodgers lately and uh, i'm gonna do the same this weekend ten dollar bet on the la dodgers
1: i don't know why i'm not on this game i probably should be on this game probably should have run line this game the angels suck except for when Otani's on the mound. Kershaw, this is his uh, tune-up performance before the All-Star game. They've already named him the starter for Tuesday's festivities. Maybe he doesn't go quite as long since they know he's going to start. Puts it in the hands of the bullpen. But like the Dodgers are just the better team. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Dodgers here. Just don't want to eat that chalk, so I'll lean on the Dodgers. Yeah,
2: leaning the Dodgers here too. Just a Just too chalky. Just too chalky. And I still have trust issues a little bit with the Dodgers, even though they're getting correct
0: all right i just bet six games i haven't wow. done that in a while yeah so that's it for me i got two more uh first up we'll talk about the
1: mets at the cubs mets are planked them yesterday and now they get to throw Tawan walker unsung hero like we talk about the pitching for the Mets, and it's almost like we never talk about Tawan Walker, who's having an absolute fantastic season, two point six three ERA, going against you know probably past his prime, Marcus Stroman, former Met himself. But the Cubs just don't have the offense; they don't have the pitching advantage. Uh, and a minus one forty, it's either
0: a trap mm. or mm. Vegas or something. But uh, give me the Mets. Uh, do, do you want to break the news to a march or should I? Do, go for it. Go like for it. I, I can be the doctor in the office and tell them the terrible news. You know, Panther, earlier when we were talking about this game, I was like, oh, well, at least the line is getting worse for the Mets and, and maybe uh, maybe it's going to get correct. Um, I have some good news and some bad news for you, Panther. The, the, uh, the bad news is uh, you did absolutely walk into a trap, but the good news is you're only uh, eating minus 125 oh for fuck's sake <laughs> uh yeah listen i mean uh you know a couple hours ago i loved the mets in this one you know i was like i was, I was almost tempted to jump off the moratorium and, and bet them but you know th- thankfully i didn't so thankfully i was wise so uh a lean on the nine Mets squadron and and my uh my young daughter has decided to uh, make an appearance in the podcast would you like to say hi real quick say hello all right and now you can go bye <laughs>
2: I'm leaning the Mets in this one, too. Uh, It's it's just not where I want it to be. (laughs) I still think the Mets probably win. Not all traps hit, so I I wouldn't sweat it too much. The Cubs don't know it's a trap game. They're still the Cubs.
0: (laughs) True. They they don't know it's a show. (laughs) Right
2: few teams
1: worse than the Cubs, but I'm going to touch on one of them. We beat up on the Angels. We beat up on the Reds. We beat up on everybody. I don't think we pay enough attention to how bad the Detroit Tigers are. This offense is probably one of the worst, if not the worst, in Major League Baseball. They can't score runs. They don't hit home runs. uh, They're trotting, you know, 96-year-old Miggy Cabrera still out there. And they don't have the greatest pitching, particularly today, when much heralded Drew Hutchinson. I think it was much heralded like 10 years ago. It just never really panned out. It's going to be the starter at Cleveland going against Zach Pleasac. I think there's enough, well, there's not enough value. I have to run line it to create any value, but I hate the Tigers so much. I'm actually going to run line the tribe for $10.
0: I like Cleveland in this one. Some moral support. I'll lean them. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this one. Uh, only single digit money on Cleveland. Uh, the line is is all over the place. If you look at the different books, I don't think they know what's going on in this one. I do think the Guardians should get the win here. And by, by the way, my daughter came downstairs. She just grabbed a bunch of like printer paper and just stood there like ripping it and just leaving it on a table and then went back upstairs. I don't I don't know what her game is, but um, I'm sure I'll find out after the show. Uh, I'll lean on the Guardians.
2: Yeah, leading the Guardians here, too. It's just just too chalky at that minus 182. It's just not... I, I don't like paying that much, but they're going to win. All right, that's all I got. One last game for me at the very bottom of the board. We're looking at Brewers and Giants. Giants opened up at the minus 115, and they crossed the Rubicon. They're plus 115 now, which triggers a bet for me. I do think the Brewers probably should win the game, but you're giving me plus 115 against the Giants, even a floundering Giants I'm gonna take it. Thirteen bucks on the Giants.
0: Yeah, uh, total agreement here. I, I I like the Giants here. I couldn't quite bet it, but you know, that was uh two hours ago I had plus one one oh six. At one fifteen, you're probably yeah, you're probably right. That's probably the right move there. Uh, a lean on San Francisco.
1: This has to be all about the pitching matchup. Woodruff against Alex Wood. I mean, clearly the advantage goes to the Brewers here. Um, So I'll lean Milwaukee, but I really think this is too close to call. So not really a game I liked.
2: All right. Iceberg says Giants plus one and a half. There you go. Royals plus one and a half, probably.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Might win outright. Let's
2: see. Uh, Lean Baltimore plus one and a half. Iceberg says White Sox is a team he's eyeballing. He likes Miami. It's going to be close. He Wants the Red Sox plus one and a half against the Yankee, the floundering Yankees. Uh, he loves the White Sox. Cubs probably cover. And take a look at that. He said specifically, take a look at that Washington National game, guys.
0: Yeah, I know. That's uh, I, I was looking at the uh, the, the Nationals and um, and the Braves. It's wild. Oh. Uh, the, the the amount of money that's hitting uh, the Nats right now too. It's, it's, it's insane um i you know i, I said this earlier is an incredibly bettable day now whether those those bets actually cash or not that's a different story but i found it to be incredibly bettable so uh i think there, i think a lot of people are gonna you know get on the uh, major league baseball today heading right before this is the last uh, th- you know three games before the all-star break so i do think that you know um should be fun should be a fun weekend hmm
2: all right. What do we talk about today? We talked about Whit Merrifield and the Royals. Boy, I hope Whit gets traded to Oakland. That would be, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we talk about? Oh, we talked about strippers and, and NFL rookies. Max, that's it.
0: Those things go hand in hand. And uh, when, when those things get together, um, you know, it's, it always goes well. It always magic. Goes well.
2: Uh, It's magic. It's magic.
0: Download the DGEN's app for Android and iOS listen to anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, over on Twitter, at Absolute. no matter where you listen to that. Please, highest rank count, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I will take us home as soon as you tell me your stone-cold lock of the day. Oh, man. You know, I have six games. This is really, really tough for me to pick well, one of them, but I'm going to tempt fate here, guys. I'm going to do it. KOD, Cincinnati Reds. Ha, 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 ha archie you like um I'm eyeballing give me the give me the uh
2: giants fuck it
1: you're gonna take san francisco i'm gonna fade everybody and take the fighting pills i think they can get to get to miami so we got the reds the giants and the phillies that is your djn parlay we're hanging out on facebook we're on twitter but you guys hear it every single day you got to get on discord and join the book club that's where we hang out and shoot the shit you can call us out by name we will holler right back but most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're doing today and when it's all said and done kid, that's all make
0: some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership,